Good evening. And uh, we've been journeying through uh, Hosea, the fourth chapter. And uh, God has been revealing to the children of Israel uh, what their sin has been. And I think this is always a hard chapter because anytime someone points out our faults, um, that's hard. Um, many times we ignore that we have faults. Um, many times we make excuses for our faults and sins. Um, so for instance, um, well, I've always been an angry person because my parents were angry. Or I've always been, uh, I always like this one, I've always voted this way because my parents voted this way, my grandparents voted this way, my great-grandparents voted this way. It's just the way it is. But God tells them tonight specifically that these are the sins that are going to lead you and have been leading you astray. And this is significant because he had just told them in the verses ahead that, that you are storing up for yourself punishment for your sins. You can either store up for yourself blessings, uh, uh, reaping the good things that you've sowed, or you can reap the bad things that you have sowed. And so it always uh, gets me a, a great joy when... Uh, Someone will come in and say, well, I just don't know why my child is so stubborn. And I, I just don't know why my, my kids are so headstrong. And I just don't understand why they don't listen. And sometimes I just want to take a mirror and be like, look, <laughs> they have saw it firsthand. <laughs> now, not always that's the case. I'm sure they lost it from the, the other person in your marriage. But we can all have our faults that we won't look at. And... Um, that's kind of where we're at tonight. He lists us here the, uh, the, the things that have taken the people away from God. And remember the book of Hosea is written to God, writing to them that He still loves them in spite of their faults. And tonight if God's convicting you of your sins or pointing out sins, remember those sins don't have to define you, but God wants you to repent so that He can forgive you and restore you back to who he wants you to be. And so it says in verse 11, Harlotry, wine, and new wine enslave the heart. My people ask counsel from their wooden idols, and their staff informs them. For the spirit of harlotry has caused them to stray, and they have played the harlot against their God. They offer sacrifices on mountaintops and burn incense on the hills, under oaks, poplars, and terebinths, because their shade is good. Therefore, your daughters commit harlotry and your bride commits adultery. He goes on though and says, I will not punish your daughters nor your brides, for the men go apart with harlots and offer sacrifices. Therefore, people who do not understand will be trampled. And so I want you to see this, and he goes on and talks about how Israel has done this and and Israel is a stubborn calf, and, and Ephraim has joined the idols, and their drinking is rebellious, and their harlotry is continual. And, and I, I want you to hear this tonight, because God is telling them that the sins that are bringing the judgment into their lives are loving things more than God. Tonight I want to ask you, what are the idols in your life that you love more than God? 
You say, well, Jake, there's nothing I love more than God. Well, then I ask that you would do two things. Look at how you spend your time and how you spend your treasures. And look at those two things. Do you spend time reading God's Word? Do you spend time in prayer? Do you spend time worshiping God? Or are you too busy pursuing other things with your time? And then your treasures. Are you a person that loves to give and to sacrificially give to church and missions and helping the poor? Or is it all about your money, storing up treasures for what you love? Because tonight, if I love God more than anything, the two things that I will be tempted with the most are time and treasures. And so I ask you that tonight because God is wanting us to reevaluate our life as well. Am I truly loving Jesus or do I love the idea of Jesus? Do I really love my Savior or do I just want someone to keep me from going to hell? Because Hosea's wife had ran away. He had went and bought her back. And God's trying to say, these are the faults that she had. These are the faults that you had. But I still love you. And so tonight when God's Word speaks to the sin in your life and in mine, it's so easy to ignore it. It's so easy to explain it. But what God wants you to do is say, I have sinned. God, I know that you love me even though that I sinned, even though that I have fallen short, even though that I have failed you. And God, I'm coming back to you for forgiveness and hope and restoration because you love me. Because sometimes people ignore their sin and other times people let their sins and the consequences control them. And tonight if God has forgiven you, you need to forgive yourself. Tonight, if God has forgotten your sins, you need to do your best to forgive them and move on. You see, tonight, Christian, God could make a list of sins against us. He could make a list of reasons why He shouldn't love us and care for us. But even though He knows every sin that we've ever committed, the Bible says that He died for the ungodly. He's telling you tonight that He loves you. That you can come back. That you can find forgiveness. That you can find hope. That you can find love. And that He's going to keep pursuing you. He's going to keep chasing you. Because He loves you tonight. And so tonight I pray that you'll take hope in the failures of life and the discouraging moments. And remember that God does not love you because you're too, so great and so wonderful. He loves you because He is so great and so wonderful. And so again, thank you for watching tonight. And I pray that the Lord would continue to bless you and work in your life. And if I can ever pray for you or be here in any way for you, please don't hesitate to let me know. And so may God bless you. And Lord willing, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.